Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I hope you guys are having a wonderful Ramadan. I'm your brother Liyakat Zaman here. Continuing from the verses of Surah Ali Imran. Allah, after mentioning about the incident that took place in the Battle of Uhud where the Muslims began to flee and the enemy were about to defeat them, Allah tells us about the importance of learning lessons from mistakes that we make and that this is an opportunity for Allah to differentiate between those people who are loyal and sincere to the causes of Islam and the Prophet and those people who are hypocrites and who left the battle and who um, came up with loads of excuses to undermine Islam and the Muslims. Allah mentions them and he talks about how not even that if a person was to die in a battle that we shouldn't even call that person dead rather that person is alive and Allah is sustaining him with sustenance which we can never imagine. And then Allah mentions about the how shaitan he uses these kind of opportunities to throw despair into the hearts of muslims so sometimes what happens is we fall into a problem for the situation and shaitan will trigger emotions and then that will fall into a, like a you know a, a domino effect of emotions and problems in our lives so allah said we should not fall into that protect ourselves from shaitan and remember that we're doing all of this for the sake of allah and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions about the importance of bringing everything back to the oneness of Allah. That every single person will taste death. Every single person will be tested in this world of what they have. They will all go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that all of this dunya, all this world has been created as a test from Almighty Allah. And this test that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created, this is a test for us to be able to become closer to Allah. And he mentions near the end of the surah, رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ مَنْ تُدْخِلِ النَّارِ Oh Allah, you are the one. Oh Allah, whoever you enter into the fire, you have humiliated them. In other words, Oh Allah, save us from the fire. Oh Allah, we have heard your messenger and we have accepted. Oh Allah, forgive our sins. Oh Allah, we believe in that which uh, you have promised your messengers and you don't break your promises. And then Allah mentions how he accepted the du'as of those who came before and that we shouldn't become deceived into uh, you know, the ways of or the, the fashion, the lifestyle of those people who are enemies of Islam. And this shouldn't be something that should deter us from our message, the message of Islam, which is to uphold the truth. And that is basically Surah Al-Imran. I'm just going to mention a bit about Surah Al-Nisa in the next segment. So keep listening. Uh, welcome back to this segment again, or this series. So we're continuing with Surah Nisa, and Surah Nisa begins with the term Nisa. Nisa means women. And this chapter, although it's not all to do with women, it does have a lot, if you read through it, discussing issues pertaining to women. And the first verse, in fact, contains the word Nisa, which means women. So Allah mentions the importance of human beings, Muslims, that they hold fast to their um, covenants, the deals, the contracts that they have made. Especially the contract that they made with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they have to be loyal to these responsibilities. And they also must take care of the weak, the vulnerable in their society. Namely, the orphans. So if you're taking care of an orphan, that you don't squander their wealth. And also women as well. So the injunctions regarding marriage are mentioned in this chapter. About how many how many um, women a person, a man is allowed to marry. And likewise, Allah mentions about taking care of the women as well taking care of the orphans as well. And that men are considered to be equal to women and women are equal to men in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
and in responsibilities on the other hand they may differ so the men have certain responsibilities that women do not have and the women have certain responsibilities that men do not have and then Allah mentions about the distribution of wealth and wealth is something which can cause lots of problems in our community so one of the main distributions that Allah discusses talks about in this surah is inheritance so inheritance is something which is key for a healthy functioning society because people will die people will leave behind wealth and people usually end up fighting over the wealth so Allah discusses about all those people the important integral people in the community who deserve a share of the wealth of the deceased then continue from there Allah he talks about um, how in a community there are sins crimes that might be committed so a woman or a person might commit a sin how do we do, deal with these things? So Allah has laid down steps in how to deal with these. And that ultimately, if they seek forgiveness, if they ask for repentance, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He forgives. And we mustn't continue the jahili practices, the pre-Islamic practices of forcing women to get married or forcing marriage with them after their husbands have passed away. In fact, there are certain women that a man is not allowed to marry. His mother, his daughter, his sister, etc. And Allah mentions a whole list of those women a man may not marry and then Allah talks about those other people in the community as well besides this which you know is to do with financial issues as well businesses that we have to be very observant and careful about so Jazakumullah khair guys we'll stop there Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh I uh, haven't done a podcast for a very long time and I just thought to myself I'll start again, and some of you guys have been uh, mentioning to me how they benefit from the podcast. So, Ramadan is very close, and I just remembered one of my uh, first uh, Ramadans when I was studying in uh, Karachi in Pakistan. Actually, um, it was actually the first year that I went there. So, there was only a few students that were there in the dorms, because most of the people would go on ho- home for their holidays in Ramadan. So I was staying in a room and there used to be this guy and his name was also Liaqat as well and he was actually graduating that year so he was almost finished and there was a couple of other guys there so what used to happen was for uh, iftar downstairs in the kitchen the main kitchen of the madrasa they used to have uh, give food for all the people free of charge and they give you a big round silver uh, tray um, and it had like a little lip on there as well um, and they would you just basically stand in a queue all the, the students and everyone standing in this queue and you'd go and then you'd go to one uh, one one guy sitting down with a big uh, dish in front of him and he'd have like these big massive samosas like bigger than my hand and he'd put a couple on there a few on there and then you'd go to another one and he'd put some dates on there a handful of dates he'd just throw on there and you go to another one and he'll put some uh, fruit on there, maybe some bananas and some oranges. And then you go to another one and you put some jalebi on there. If you don't know what jalebi is, then I don't know where you guys have been. So it's like this orange, gooey, sticky kind of uh, uh, little sweet uh, pieces of, uh, I don't know what you call it. So he, they used to put that and then we'd go and then we'd all sit down in a circle around waiting for the adhan to be given and everyone sitting there and it's nice atmosphere nice weather and all of a sudden you hear the sirens go off and the sirens was a sign that 
you know you could break your fast now because they would give the azan afterwards so they'd they'd, they'd, they'd announce the breaking of fast through a siren and then we'd all break our fast and then after about 10 15 minutes azan would, would be given and so yeah that was basically my first uh, experience of breaking fast in the madrasa uh, and this was roughly about 2000 yeah i think about 2000 time and then we just after that pray and then relax have some tea maybe or something and then prepare for tarawih jazakumullah khair hopefully i should make some more podcasts in the coming days as well in ramadan jazakumullah khair assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah